Okay, so on the last podcast, we finished the conclusion of the second aspect of what takes us away from awareness, of spiritual awareness, which we said was jokers. So we covered already two. The first one was busyness, which we said the antidote is learning Torah. And the second thing is joking, which is the reason why it takes you away from it, because it's a total opposite of being serious. And now the last thing that takes us away from spiritual awareness and doing our daily accounting of, uh, of our deeds is bad influences, which obviously is also very serious. So the third factor that undermines Zahiras is keeping bad friends. That is, the company of people that just don't care and they constantly do a virus and then they expose themselves to their bad influence. And this is the, the intention of what the Pasuk says in Mishle, one who befriends fools will be broken because you're friends with them. For indeed, we see many times that even after a person truly recognizes the obligation of the divine service and the Zahiras needed for it, he'll become lax about it or transgress some of its rules so that his friends will not laugh at him, or so that he cannot so or that he can mingle with them. And this is what Shlomo Melech warned us about by saying, with dissenters do not mingle. It's it's very, very true if you think about it from experience. No matter, you know, forget in schools, you know, when kids are young and they have so much peer pressure and social pressure. Even with ourselves, we find that we have, you know, our, our circles who we hang around really defines what actions we will be doing what we will not be doing. Right? If we hang around certain people, we know that we may act a certain way versus around other people who may not act the right way. And it's only because we know it's acceptable in society. Now, let's say you have an, a, a group of friends that are not so nice, or you know you want to do the right thing and you're ready to do it, but you're worried that you're going to be ridiculed or they're going to make fun of you. You're not going to want to do it. It's just human, it's, it's our human nature and human instinct and that's why it's so important as Ron Paul saying to stay away from um, all these uh, bad influences as we'll see now let's say someone tells you um, let's say someone tells you um, now if someone will say to you what do you mean a person's mind should always be integrated with society what are you telling me now that I have to not hang around people and I have to not I, I can't uh, um, uh, I can't. I can't have friends. Come on, it doesn't make sense. You know what the answer from Paul says? You should tell the person where did where, where what are we talking about regarding um, people? We tell you you should you should not hang around people that don't do acts that are fitting for man. But if the acts are fitting for society and they're good people, of course you should you should hang around them. And Shlomo Melech further warned us, and he says in Mishlei again. We quote from quotes Mishlei a lot. Go far away from man who is a fool. And David Melch also said, Praiseworthy is the man who walked not in the counsel of the wicked and stood in the path of the sinful and sat not in the session of scoffers. All these allude to the same thing. And the question is why? Because even if one merely walks upon the sinful path, eventually he will stand and linger with them. You know how it is. You're walking with them. You're hanging around them. Okay, so now I'm going to be standing around them. Now, once you stand next to them, eventually you're going to sit with them and enjoy a meal with them and have a good time with them, and then and so on and so forth, and say, and that's why David Melch further says, "I have not sat with dishonest people, and um, do not associate with hypocrites. I hate gathering of evildoers, and with the wicked I will not sit, 
And this is how David protected himself. Can you imagine a king? He did not sit around anyone that was, uh, would do uh, bad things. So how should a person act? What should a person do when his friends are, uh, influence, uh, are influencing him or he's afraid of rebuke? So he says very clearly, a person has only to come purified to cleanse himself of improper influences and to hold back his feet from following the ways of the multitudes who are mired in the follies of their times. Instead, he must direct his feet in the, to the courtyards of Hashem and to his dwelling places. This is what David Melch concludes when he says, I will wash my hands in cleanliness and circle around your altar of Hashem. So what do we do? So now, if it happens and occurs that one finds himself in the company of someone who taunts him for his fulfillment of the mitzvahs and doing the avodah, you should not pay any attention to that person. Now, on the contrary, you should say something to him and say, shame on you. Okay, and consider the thought. Think about this, and this is powerful. If someone gives you the opportunity to earn a large sum of money, I mean a real large sum of money, and this is your, and you know, constantly earning a lot of money, but would you neglect to do what was necessary to earn this funds or earn this money because you're afraid of being ridiculed by your friend? You think so? If someone approaches you, hey, I want, you, I want to pay you a million dollars a week, but it's required you to do something very, very humiliating and embarrassing. Well, we're making you uncomfortable on your friends. Would you even care? Would you even care? I don't even think so. As a matter of fact, not only would you not care, but you're the one laughing at them. and saying, good, you want to laugh at me now, but guess what? I'm going to be laughing in the bank. I'm making the money. The same thing here. When a person has the opportunity to do the Avodah Hashem, you should not hold yourself back because of the influences of your friend. And that's why, by the way, you shouldn't hang around bad people because they may hold you back. But if you do hold yourself back, you should say to yourself, guess what? I'm going to laugh all the way to the bank when it comes to Elam Haba, when it comes to Avodah Hashem. And that's what it says in Perfi Avos, be bold as a leper to do the will of your father in heaven. And David Melch also said, you know, can you imagine David Melch was a great king? And he, sailed, he has sat around a bunch of other kings that did not uh, care about the Avodah Hashem. What would he do? He says very clearly, I will speak your testimonies, Baruch Hu, I'll speak about you before other kings, and I will not be ashamed. Can you imagine what it was like at that table? Don't know, getting a vart from a Baruch Hu? For although the issues and discussions of most kings concern matters of, right, kings, they love talking about the materialism, how much money they have, and all their, you know, and all their wealth, and all their wealth, but David Melch, no, no, I want to talk about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, I want to talk about God. And when he was in their company, he would speak about matters of Musr, ethics, and Torah, instead of talking about all the great wealth, and all the materialism. David Melch paid no attention. Um, and um, nevertheless, so his heart was not enticed by his people since he already realized the truth. Rather, he declared, I will speak your testimonies before kings and I will not be ashamed. So you see clearly here why it's so bad to stay away from bad um, influences. And that concludes, you know, that really concludes what takes us away from these things. And we're ready for the next Mida, which is called Zerizus, which we'll go into in the next podcast. Have a great day.